Hello, and welcome to Tiny Transformations, the podcast where we test out those small changes that people tell us will dramatically change our lives for the better. I'm Jen Connell. And I'm Cindy Donahue. We're your hosts through these experiments on tiny transformations that we hope will result in big changes in our lives. This week's experiment is about drinking more water. This experiment challenged Cindy and I to drink at least 64 ounces of water each day. That is eight cups or half a gallon, or if you'd rather use the metric system, it's about 1.8 liters of water. Cindy, what led you to want to try this experiment? So I am a camel. Uh, Pretty sure I was a camel in a past life, and I just hold on to whatever fluids that I have, and I don't decide to drink any more water. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And even after two kidney stones, I have a hard time convincing myself that water is necessary for life, and I primarily live off of coffee, which some people consider fluids, you know, when they're doing their their count of water, and I think some of our um, research has shown that too, but since it's a diuretic, I don't. So I wanted to really give this a try, uh, mainly for preventing any more future kidney stones, improving skin, because I heard that that's pretty great, and I like that idea. And preventing snacking because I'm a big I'm a snacker and I figured if I can just drink water instead of eating food that that would be good yeah that's a good point about it preventing snacking it's also been found that uh, oftentimes when we think we're hungry it's actually because we're thirsty so we'll reach for a snack but sometimes water or another beverage might have been enough to get rid of that feeling But there is no single answer on how much water we should be drinking each day. Most of uh, us probably know that humans and all animals are made up of like 60% water. We are made up of a lot of water. We need a lot of of water to keep functioning. Uh, The National Academies of Science and Engineering, so like a legit source, says that a healthy adult living in a temperate climate should consume about 15 and a half cups if they're male or 11 and a half cups if they're female within a given day but this covers all fluids from all sources so it can mean water or other beverages or even the foods that we eat uh, because many fruits and vegetables have a large water content and even caffeinated beverages while being a diuretic can provide some water as well how much water you need is affected by a variety of different factors. So some of those factors could be um, your health, your activity level, um, where you live, if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, um, and probably a lot more. And actually, I wanted to ask you, Jen, since you are a huge consumer of water. um, So when you were pregnant, did you find any changes with how much water you consumed? That's an interesting question. I don't know that I consciously paid attention to whether or not I was consuming more water but I think I did make the effort because like it was not just my health it was like everything else to like have water more easily accessible and available Mm-hmm. Uh, right and I know when I was breastfeeding I definitely made an effort to like drink multiple refills of my water bottle <laughs> during the day And there's certain things that you can't have, right? Like you want to limit caffeine. So I imagine those types of fluids, you're probably replacing with something else. Probably. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. So other 
things that could affect it are exercise. Uh, so if you're sweating, you should therefore drink more water. So if you're super active um, or if you live, you know, in Tucson, Arizona, you should also probably drink a lot of water. The Mayo Clinic recommends that sports drinks should be used only when you're exercising intensely uh, for more than an hour. These drinks help replace electrolytes uh, lost through pres perspiration and sugar needed for energy during those long bouts of exercise. Uh, so that's a good reminder that energy drinks and sports drinks are different things. Uh, and that also reminds me of when I first started keto, uh, one of the things that was recommended to do was to make sure you drink a ton of water and drink electrolytes. And I was actually able to find sugar-free, keto-friendly electrolyte powder that I could add to water. Um, so that's also something to consider, especially if you're changing up your diet. Being able to kind of flush stuff out and, and do all that's really good. Um, and it just, I think drinking a lot of water does help uh, when you're trying to make other dietary. So what, when switching to keto, what is the motivation or the need for additional electrolytes? Why are you not getting enough electrolytes then? Because in my research, the Mayo Clinic also said, like, if you're not a athlete who's working out intensely for more than an hour, that there's not really any need for a sports drink that's going to replace electrolytes. So what is it about keto that needs more electrolytes. So, no, that's a good question. And so the, with the keto, from what I read, um, it was basically about trying to prevent keto flu, which is kind of like just a, a funny term to describe fatigue and headaches. So by replacing electrolytes, you could help, you could help prevent um, getting those kind of, uh, those headaches that you might observe if you were cutting out your carbs. Yeah, so I wonder if the electrolytes would normally, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess a lot of electrolytes would normally come from carbs. So by cutting out the carbs, you need to switch where you're getting them from until your body adjusts. Right, yeah. And like now I don't have to take the, that electrolyte powder as much as I did when I first, you know, switched over to keto. So yeah, I, I think it's an adjust, more of an adjustment period type of thing. This is also a good place to remind people that we are not, physicians we are not doctors of that type <laughs> so <laughs> while we're talking here about recommended fluid intake and things like that and some about the keto diet as well if you have any questions about your water intake or your diet you should make sure you reach out to a, your doctor or a registered dietitian to help to work with them to determine the correct amount of water or correct diet for you if you are unsure of those things yeah that's a great point because i uh, i tend to get my information off youtube I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, you're probably getting enough fluid if you rarely feel, th feel thirsty. And also, importantly, if your urine is colorless or light yellow. If your urine is routinely a darker yellow, you probably need to be drinking more fluids. Yeah, that's definitely true. And for your animals as well. Just as a, like a side note, I noticed that um, uh, Rosie, my English Bull Terrier, at one point, her urine was really dark and so I totally freaked out and I took her to the vet and they did all these tests and they said oh she's just totally fine she should probably drink more, more water and I was like that's cute if I can't drink more water how do you expect me to convince a dog but <laughs> all right that's fine I'll just make sure that the bowl is full all the time and actually um she's drinking water right now so good on her, <laughs> good for Rosie. that's a good reminder that 
all of our mammalian pets also need to make sure that they're taking in enough water. I don't know enough about other types of pets to have any knowledge, but talk to your vet (laughs) if you're worried about your pets. But to prevent hydration in yourself and to make sure your body has enough of the fluids that it needs, you should be making water your go-to beverage. Um, As Cindy alluded to, hers was coffee. I also will talk about how I drink too much coffee. It's also a good idea to drink a glass of water or other calorie-free or low-calorie beverage with each meal or in bet- and in between your meals. Um, and to drink, make sure you're drinking water before, during, and after exercise, especially in humid areas. We sweat a lot when we're exercising, and you lose a lot of water that way. It's like we mentioned earlier, it's a good idea to drink some water if you're feeling hungry. Thirst is often confused with hunger. I think we all just are too busy to pay close attention to what's going on in our bodies these days and sometimes a snack feels more rewarding than a glass of water but a lot of this information we got from the mayo clinic we'll post that link on in our show notes and on our website if you want to do any further reading nice and so for these two weeks jen and i committed to drinking 64 ounces of water each day after this break we'll talk about our results Jen, what was your experience with this experiment? Doing this experiment reminded me that I drink a lot. It also reminded me of the importance of facilitating that for myself. I used a large water bottle during this experiment. It was a one quart water bottle. So I aimed to fill it, to refill it at least once during the day. So I drink two of them at least. And I realized on the day that I forgot it, I didn't drink nearly as much water. I just didn't have that it readily accessible at my desk and I'd reach for uh, my coffee cup and go fill that instead. I know, I know I can fill my coffee cup with water, but I don't often do that. So whatever. <laughs> I did keep track of how much water I was drinking, which the water bottle made easier because it has the little markings, as well as an approximation of how much coffee and tea, either hot or iced, I was drinking as well. I didn't count the alcohol towards my liquid intake because alcohol isn't going to help you anything with alcohol in it isn't going to help you get a significant amount of water so my average water intake during these two weeks was 99 ounces or 2.9 liters per day and my average overall liquid intake was 128 ounces or one gallon or 3.8 liters in a given day. So I do just drink a lot of liquids. Like I mentioned earlier, I probably drink too much coffee. That was between 20 and 36 ounces per day. So that seems like a lot of coffee and a lot of caffeine, but uh, um, it is what it is for now. (laughs) I did feel like it helped me cut down on my snacking, but I didn't really track my snacking. So I don't have any empirical data on that. And like was mentioned earlier, I often, I do think I often confuse thirst and hunger and like sometimes snacks are just yummy so like if I'm like oh I think I'm hungry and I reach for a snack instead this week I was I was reaching for water first and then seeing what went on I do think that during these two weeks I drank a little bit more water during the first week I'm very happy with my numbers overall so it's not like that was a problem but I think that just that happening in my first week when I was starting, just starting with bringing the water bottle every day was just a reminder to me that these small changes can just make us focus on something a little bit more and that focus can lead to outcomes closer to what we're seeking. I think of myself as somebody who drinks a lot of water. I know that's a little weird to like think about, but like 
I am. I, if I go to a restaurant, they're like constantly refilling my water glass and things like that. Oh um, yeah. That's definitely one of the main things I remember about us growing up is that Jen drinks all the water and all the iced tea. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there would be like the server would come by and be like, where did all the iced tea go? And you're like, I drank it. And they wouldn't believe you. <laughs> so definitely something you're kind of known for. <laughs> So even though that's a common thing that's known about me, it still is something that if I stop paying attention to at all or I just get out of the habit it um, of taking my water bottle, I start drinking less water. So if there is something that is a good habit of yours, it's worth occasionally like reflecting back on it and focusing on it to see if you need to tweak it in some way to really get the outcome that you're looking for and just drawing your attention back to it in a little way can be enough to get you there if you drifted slightly off track. But Cindy, how was your two weeks? Um, So this was super challenging for me, but in preparation for this extremely uh, serious survivor style challenge, I went and bought a water (laughs) bottle that uh, is made by Hydrate. It's called the Hydrate 3. It's super fancy. No, this podcast is not sponsored by them. But if you want to, you can. It's a water bottle that you get an app for and you put it on your phone. You set your goal. So I set it for 64 ounces. You put in your parameters like um, your height, your weight, your activity level. It knows where you are, as all app apps on phones do. <laughs> um, so it knows kind of your climate. And then um, so you can either put in a goal that you decide yourself or based on the parameters it can recommend a certain amount of water for you. Did you check what it recommended for you? Was it close to 64 ounces or? Initially it recommended uh, 56. Okay. Uh, I, I upped it to 64 um, to see if I could make that happen. Um, and then actually afterwards after the, the challenge was over I rechecked the parameters and, and looked at it and it's now recommending 60. So Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes, which I'm going to try. (laughs) And also, the water bottle glows when it's time to drink, which is cool because then you don't have to worry about checking your phone. So you you can have your phone on silent during the workday, and you can just have your water bottle sitting on your desk, and it just, like, glows this... I have the pink one, and so it glows this pretty orange color. So (laughs) I thought that was pretty cool. And I wasn't getting distracted by any sounds or beeping or, you know, looking at my phone that darn blue light you know none of that Uh, (laughs) and I've tried reminder apps before like just a regular old app that just says like hey drink water and I just ignore them kind of like how I would ignore the passcode on the uh the the blue light on our blue light episode about you know sleep and using the apps I just ignore everything but the pretty glowy water bottle helped so given that you've tried apps before, how long have you been paying att- trying to pay attention to your water intake? And Since my first thinking, kidney stone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, that makes sense. I should do this. And then I got a second one. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Life happens. And the most days I was able to consume all 64 ounces, but it was really hard for me. I mean, I would be, you know, like an hour before I'm going to bed chugging water. So I did feel a bit bloated and I didn't really feel too great. Um, so I think maybe 64 ounces is just a, this too much for me, which is fine. You know, like we said earlier, there's really no 
formula for how much water you should be drinking. We did the 8 by 8 rule because that was kind of like a, a standard thing that people know about. Um, you know, eight, mm-hmm. eight ounces, eight glasses of eight ounces uh, each day. So that's kind of why we took that number. I did notice that I wasn't waking up thirsty in the middle of the night, which I normally do. Uh, so that to me meant I was drinking an adequate amount of water. And I wasn't. I like, didn't n- know that was a thing that happened to people. Like yeah. I occasionally wake up in the middle of the night because I have to pee. <laughs> I didn't realize the other way. Yeah, no, happens. I guess that's what happens when you're dehydrated. Is I would literally like wake up with dry mouth. I'm like, oh gosh, I need water, and I'd meander my way to the kitchen, get some water, and I would chug water. So before <laughs> I would literally like chug like two whole glasses of water, and then go back to bed. I like honestly like can't fathom that because it's just so different from like the normal rhythms of my right body and water intake I'm just yeah it's kind of funny as soon as I wake up I have to pee every no matter what time of day or night it is if I woke up I have to pee probably because you're hydrated (laughs) (laughs) unlike me and it's funny because even though that would happen like all the time never never occurred to me like hey maybe drink more water during the day So that was good. So I'm sleeping through the whole night, not waking up because I'm thirsty. Awesome. Always a plus. Yeah. And I feel like my skin does seem thicker, like in a good way, probably Mm because it's hydrated. And then the color under my eyes uh, does seem a bit lighter. I have a little bit of dark circles, not a big deal, but it was a little bit more purple before and now it's a little bit less purple. So awesome. And then I also read, just for the sake of, you know, as we put together the information for this podcast, that water can help lubricate joints because since you're made of water and cartilage is made of water, like there's some fluid in there. So considering I have like crunchy, crunchy knees, uh, I thought that would be good. Mm -hmm. So hopefully in the long run, maybe that'll help me out. So, Jen, what is your conclusion about this tiny transformation? And, I mean, besides sticking with it since you already drink water, anything you're going to change or do differently? (laughs) Well, yes. As we've talked about, I do really love drinking a lot of water or coffee or tea or most beverages. Um, Though always unsweetened, which is interesting. But anyway, I don't like the way that I feel at the end of the day when I feel like I have when I haven't had enough water. And it's typically the case that the realization comes that I feel less than great like I just don't feel 100% for some reason and then I realize like oh all I've had to drink today is two cups of coffee like that's why I don't feel great or things like that so I know it's not just like a mental thing where I'm beating myself up for not drinking enough water for me I highly recommend drinking lots and lots of water and if you find you're struggling to not drink enough or you are like me and want to always be drinking water I definitely have found that I need to have a water bottle with me um I have a desk I have an office I'm lucky enough to have those things so I can easily have it at my desk with me but like like I said even though I have a coffee mug at my desk also if I don't have the water bottle with me I tend to not drink nearly as much water and I need to I am going to strive to continue to bring my water bottle with me because I do just feel better um, when I'm getting enough water but what about you Cindy what's your conclusion about drinking 64 ounces of water a day and are you going to stick with it (laughs) so I'm probably not going to drink 64 ounces but I am going to attempt to drink at least uh, two of my water bottles uh, a day Um, I'm going to continue using my 
techie water bottle, which I will um, link in the favorites page on our website, tinytransformationspodcast.com, so you guys can check it out if you want to get your own. You're more than welcome to. How many ounces is the water bottle, just since you said you'll strive to drink two? So the water bottle is 24 ounces, uh, so I'm going to try to drink at least two of those. And if I can drink a little bit more, I'll just pat myself on the back for that. So I think also if you are struggling with drinking water and you don't necessarily want to drink like, you know, a metric ton of water <laughs> your first time out, like just work on increasing it. Yeah, just slow, um, small changes. Yeah. <laughs> Ramp yourself up because I will tell you, if you go from not drinking water to drinking a lot of water, you are going to pee all the time, <laughs> all the time. And your coworkers are going to wonder what you're doing and why you're being weird and how come you're always going to the bathroom. So just know that's going to happen. But as you, you know, get used to the water intake, eventually things will settle out a bit and maybe you won't have to pee as much. But pee is good. You, sh- you should pee more. Anyway. I, I didn't make a change, but that just reminded me that, like, when I was a kid, I remember talking to my dad about how I should start or, like... I mean, blogs weren't really a thing yet when we had this conversation, but something like a blog, like reviewing restaurant bathrooms, because I have never been to a restaurant and not used their bathroom because I have to pee so much. But <laughs> that's actually a, that's a good idea. I wonder if that's out there. Maybe, maybe that's a second venture for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm really into restaurant bathrooms. I like it when they're clean. They're nice. Yeah, definitely some good stuff. Yes, I, ha- I had strong opinions on restaurant bathrooms at the time. <laughs> that's awesome. Overall, even if you're not going to drink 64 ounces a day, I think it's important for all of us to make sure that we are drinking enough water so that we don't feel thirsty or dehydrated and just feel our best. Um, So hopefully you got some ideas from us about ways that you can up or maintain your water intake if that's something that you're worried about or concerned about. But that's all we have for this episode of Tiny Transformations, so thanks for listening. The notes and links for the things that we talked about in this episode can be found on our website, tinytransformationspodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at tinytransformationspodcast. If you have thoughts on this transformation or ideas for future experiments, you can email us at tinytransformationspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our website. And if you enjoy our show, please subscribe and leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever system you're using to listen to us. It really helps other listeners find the show and learn more about it. So we'd really appreciate it if you guys could do that. Tiny Transformations is written, produced, and hosted by Cindy Donahue and Jen Connell. The music in this episode is Wholesome by Kevin McLeod, used under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Go out and try your own transformations. And remember that tiny transformations can lead to big results. Mm-hmm.